0: I really liked Celine one I on did this year because, well, it turned out to be really like popular I guess, which really amazed me. And I guess I've always been like a bit insecure, a bit shy about like my body and things like that. Never, never really been like the most outgoing kind of person. So I guess in a way it was also like kind of like a big step to do like the bikini cosplay for me and um, uh, the Celine one, which is kind of like a tight bodysuit, which I've never done before. Usually it was just big dresses or like slightly more casual cosplay, I guess.
1: Give a man a mask and he'll show you his true face. These words can't be more true about the cosplay community. A cosplayer spends time building his costume, dresses up and goes to a convention to live up and be the character he or she likes. After the confession is over, these cosplayers have their own life and their own stories to tell. We started CosplayOn Podcast to go behind the scenes and hear from the cosplayers themselves. Cosplay One Podcast is an extension to the site CosplayOne.com, a new cosplay showcase site we built from the ground up for cosplayers, photographers, and costume makers. And it was built to allow you to structure your cosplay portfolio into series, characters, and events. We also made it quite easy to tag and credit others who worked on your photo. So please don't forget to check us out at cosplayon.com. I'm Bashar, and you're listening to Cosplay One Podcast. This is episode nine, and our guest today is Carola Weissman, known as Damania Karola.
0: Hello, everyone.
1: Hi. Hi. Thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Damania, I first, I want to say Damania Karola uh, is a very special guest. She's the second guest from Netherlands. Uh, but she's also the most active uh, user on Cosplay One. She's posted 187 photos altogether, total of 11 series and 13 different characters. Uh, If we put it into perspective, that's almost 6% of the photos posted on the site. I'm obviously not counting myself because I'm the photographer and the owner of the site, so I'm posting <laughs> obviously the most. But she's the most active, and her cosplays varies and covers a wide array of characters. And I'm very happy to have her. Thank, thank you for joining us, Carola. It's very welcome. I
0: enjoy being on the
1: podcast. Uh, Carola, let's start by knowing a little more about yourself. Can you tell us about you growing up, your education, and becoming a cosplayer? Yeah, sure. Well, I'm Carola
0: Weissman. From the Netherlands, I live in Alphanderein, which is like the west of the country, somewhere between like Amsterdam, The Hague, Rotterdam, Utrecht, and pretty much in the middle. You'll find my smallish big town, I guess you can say. I pretty much had well, not a really remarkable childhood or anything. Nothing really special happened. I just was always, I guess, a kind of a geeky girl. I mean, I always loved. Books, television shows, cartoons. When growing up, I mean, I've read like so many books. I actually lost count. I mean, I still do. I love reading. I love, you know, immersing myself in stories. You know, seeing the world through other people's eyes. Um. Cosplaying started well. I always enjoyed the idea of like um, dressing up and, um, yeah, just fancy dress and things like that I mean cosplay's not been a big part of my life for well it's only been the last six years I guess and considering I'm 32 by now I mean it's not that big part of my life but it's definitely a part I enjoy I mean make me a lot more social it's given me so many friends so that at least definitely makes it interesting makes me want to keep doing it
1: Okay, so you didn't start at a quite young age, but you did pretty well even at <laughs> not that early stage, and you're really into it. I can see that. Yes,
0: yes, I do enjoy great. it. I mean, like I said, I mean, I always like the idea of dressing up, but here in the Netherlands, there's not a lot of occasions really to dress up. I mean, the east of the country kind of has the carnival thing, where but it's mostly like a goofy kind of, dress up more excuse to get drunk really and just party than actually like (laughs) properly like dressing up something like halloween hasn't been around here really i mean it's in the last four years i think that it's really become more of a thing actually to do do halloween so cosplay has actually been around longer for me than anything else
1: okay interesting i'm gonna just Say the first time I experienced Halloween, I was at a programming conference mm-hmm. in Amsterdam, two thousand nine. Yeah. And one one guy walked in wearing a mask and playing a music, and he said, "I'm disappointed. Why is why isn't everyone wearing a Halloween costume?" Yeah. And I didn't know it was Halloween. <laughs> uh, then, then at night I walked around Amsterdam. It was I'm not sh- I'm not sure what the place is called, but lots of restaurants and yeah. open space. So I saw all these. Costumes and people posing for photos, and that was completely different to me. That's the first time, maybe I saw live costume on the streets. Yes. So to me, to me at least, it's uh, Amsterdam was the first place I saw something like this.
0: Yeah. Well, like I said, it's not a big part of our culture. I think. Well, the earliest I've actually been to something like that is actually a fantasy fair because I did go there before I actually start cosplaying. Because that was mostly just like dress up and usually compared to the team, whichever they had, like pirates or like Roman and things like that. I did do that a bit before I actually started cosplaying.
1: Okay. Uh, Your cosplay nickname, Demania Carola. Can you explain to us the name?
0: (laughs) It's really like, I mean, Demania is kind of like the nickname I used Back, like way back in the days when there was like the MSN kind of chatting with the like dial-up uh, internet, internet cafe mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I guess I, I, guess I just it kind of stuck with me. I've used it like over the years for like my social media. And then later on, as I said, I started cosplaying and I was like, well, I already have this account, so I might as well just use it in general for my cosplays and my social media. So that's... So what, do, my
1: what does the word mean exactly, Damania?
0: I don't know. To be honest, I really don't know anymore. I think it was just like a name or something from, I think, possibly a character from a book or a story or whatever, whichever I read, which my like 13-year-old took a fancy to and I started using. So I, I kind of lost the reason why I actually used it, but... Like I said, it's been around for so long, I kind of feel like it's a shame to not use it anymore, so I might as (laughs) just... You're used to
1: it, yeah, it makes sense.
0: I mean, it still kind of sounds like fancy, so I like it, and I'll just keep on using it.
1: Yeah, why not? Sounds good. uh, It works well with your name, The Maniac. It has a good tone to it. Uh, so, uh, do you remember the first time you cosplayed and how was your experience um,
0: my first cosplay was kind of like a closet cosplay I think um, that has to be the first Dutch Lokian meeting which is like the Dutch Sherlock um, fan group because my I really got into Sherlock the BBC series uh-huh. and okay. a friend of mine who I actually know because of uh racing because I'm a big like F1 race fan and she also is and she also really liked Sherlock a lot really like Benedict and she was like well there's this meetup of like other fans would you like to go? So mm. and then well she invited me to the group and I saw there were people like uh, kind of like dressing up like the characters and I was like oh yes cosplay I heard about that let's see what I've got lying around because I mean I have had zero experience in, like, mm-hmm. properly cosplaying or anything like that. So I kind of had, like, a three-piece suit I could pull together lying around. So I kind of went, like, Minecraft with my own hair. It's just mainly this suit. So <laughs> that was kind of, mm-hmm. like, I guess you could say my first one. And then for the second meeting, I had, like, the um, yeah, Irene Adler dress. I dressed up as Irene Adler, which was a lot more, like, screen-accurate. Because uh, I had a, well, one of my friends who actually helped me out with, like, making the dress and everything, putting it together and making the pattern. So that was my first proper cosplay, I guess you could say. And from mm-hmm. there on, I pretty much, like, met other people who shared, like, interest in series and things like that. And they were like, well, this is really cool. Let's do a group cosplay. And that's kind of how it snowballed into, well, where I am, really.
1: Hmm. Fascinating. <laughs> uh, yeah, I noticed you have a lot of groups and LARP groups as well in the Netherlands. I yes, keep hearing and seeing true. ones popping up. Uh, your cosplays, well, it seems to be from popular movies, TV shows, very widely. And sometimes aren't the cosplays we're used to seeing, I must say. Yeah. Uh, such as Mia Fume from Yuri on mm-hmm. Ice, Queen Anne from The Musketeers. I love the dress, by the way, and I love yes. how the photos <laughs> turn out. And uh, Grant Thayer from Le Miserable. Yeah. What makes your cosplay choices? And do you discuss it with friends to be able to make group shots, as you often do?
0: Um, yes, actually, usually me, Natalie, um, my friend, is like the main instigator for these things, really. I mean, she mm. goes like, well, we usually like a series, like a TV show or a film or whatever. And then she goes like, Ooh, I really want to cosplay this character. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a nice series to cosplay someone from. Let's see if whichever I fancy, like, cosplaying. So um, my first major project was actually Queen Anne, which I pretty much built from scratch, which was, like, pretty much, like, a jump into, like, the deep of, like, cosplay, because I never really done any other, like, proper making of, starting out with a pattern and, like, making it all making it all so that was a bit of like a gamble i guess i took which turned out really Mm -hmm. nice because i mean i still really like the cosplay i mean like i said it's one of my favorite ones because i guess it's one of my first big projects i completely did by myself and well yeah i mean usually it's like the first few years especially was like she would go like Ooh, let's cosplay something from this. And I'd go like, mm, yes, I like this character, especially when it's like less well-known, I guess. For instance, like Miranda from Black Sails, which is, well, in general, the series not a lot of people know, but i like, yeah, let's do her. And Queen Anne is also not the most well-known or popular, I guess. Mm-hmm. And well, Miserable was really around the time that the musical, the, the film version when Hugh Jackman and everyone, everything came out. And um, I always love musicals. I mean, I really, I mean, The Phantom of the Opera was the first one I think I've actually seen in the Netherlands, which I really, really loved. And from then on, I was pretty much hooked on musicals as well. So when that came out and George Black, then, is someone we really, really, really like. We actually met him like in Paris for a charity thing he did. And wow. so his character, Grantaire are always kind of like, spoke to me in general and I mean his portrayal of him is like amazing so I really liked cosplaying him it's one of the few crossplays, really I actually did because usually I do tend to like cosplay the female characters because there's usually a lot of like male main characters and I feel like well there's women there as well and as I'm a woman I feel like representing them in general just in cosplay so I do tend to pick like the Less main uh, characters, I guess you could say, which are the women.
1: Okay. Your uh, shots uh, You took a wide array of photos, uh, different locations. Yes. it's so beautiful. I love the ones where you're lying on the floor.
0: <laughs> yes, we did. I uh, think one proper like shot. Uh, well, one proper shoot actually, um, with like quite quite a big group. Um, which came together really nicely with all of us lying like dead on the, on, on the ground and everything, with the tragic end, of course, with the army being shot and everything. Um yeah, I really like those photos. And later on for a convention, um, we came actually back to the characters because we're like, we miss cosplaying them. And it was kind of like a convention, slightly more smaller and we didn't really have an idea what to do. And we were like, oh, we still have those lying around. Why not do those characters again? So that's kind of like we did another mini shoot with just uh, me and Natalie, actually, as uh, Angevin Grantaire.
1: Okay. Uh, your location scouting, do you spend a lot of time finding these locations, or um, are they just happen to, do they just happen to be nearby?
0: Some of them happen to nearby. by um, sometimes it's Uh, the photographer actually comes up with like the idea of like I've got this amazing location you've got this cosplay let's do this or even um, some of my cosplays even kind of happen by like accident or improvisation for instance my Emma Frost one was never really planned but then a photographer I know who pretty much lives around the corner for me was like well you've got a blonde wig and I've got some white clothing riding around and i was like emma, could you do emma frost because he was looking for an emma frost to go with like the dark links mm. he had uh the model i was like yeah i think we can rustle something up so i had some spare white fabric lying around which i made the cape from and by then i kind of did like a beach cosplay version of rogue so i still had patches lying around with the x-men logo so i kind of like improvised and like Put it together, which was pretty successful. So I kind of like kept her in my repertoire and like this her later on on Comic Con, which just was kind of a big success. So some of them like come around by accident. Some for well, the, the Miserable one, we actually did some scouting of our own. Sometimes it's the photographer or it's just the venue because quite a few of them were actually taken like um, at the LVFM Fantasy Fest, both in like uh, Arsalan and Arsenal, which is. Like, the castle ground and the gardens and everything, especially for things like Queen Anne, work really well, of course.
1: Mm. Uh, Yeah, I must say, I loved Alphea when I visited the... Mm -hmm. uh, How do you pronounce it? I'm not even sure. yes. Totally not how I pronounce
0: it. Close enough. I know which one you mean. That's the one more in the center of the country and the one in Yeah, like in... Limburg, which is like this south part of the country, which is also nice. It's got a more variety in, in the castle gardens, actually. It's, it's got like different kind of like thematic kind of gardens. Well, um, Harzun is more like general like forest area. And of course, which lands for different kind of photos, which both work.
1: Hmm. Have you been to the last one?
0: Yes, yes, yes. I have, actually, been okay. the entire weekend.
1: Oh. All right. Awesome. Uh, what what about the Phantom of the Opera? The costumes, I think, looked great. <laughs> Thank you. And you were in... Uh, uh, you were well, welcome. Uh, you were inside the church, or...
0: Yes, that's actually... Was that the church? um that was, like, the small chapel, actually, that is on the grounds okay. there. Because they have, like, a small ah. chapel where they actually hold lectures. But, like, in between okay. the lectures... It was like, we took that like really early in the morning. So there wasn't a lot, there were like no people there because there were no lectures yet. So we kind of like used that for a moment to take a few shots, like sneak them in between <laughs> before like the crowd came in, which worked really well because it's a really, it's really small, but I mean, usually you don't need a lot or like a nice shot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. True. With the right photographer, he can just frame out
0: uh, Yes, well,
1: the rest of the environment. Well, those
0: were actually not even, like, really done professionally. We were kind of, like, goofing around, and a friend just mm. kind of, like, took a few shots. But they turned out really nice, so I just added them yeah. to the whole bunch, uh, which were later on taken outside with, like, the more green kind of background. Those were done by a photographer, but the one in the church mm. were just us messing around, really. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, it turned out well.
0: Yes, I like them, I like them.
1: So your costumes and props, do you make them all yourself? And how did you learn to do the things that you're doing?
0: Um, most of them are, I make them myself, at least I try to. I mean, um, mostly I just, I had my grandma learn me a few basic things of like uh, how to interpret the patterns and make them. Because, I mean, she used to do a lot of, like, making her own clothing for my mother and even for for myself when I was younger. So she taught me the basic skills of, like, how to use a sewing machine and how to make patterns and things like that. And then I pretty much, like, taught myself, improvised a lot, messed up a lot, of course. I mean, you pretty much, like, learn as you go along, really. As for Drop making, I usually just—I mean, um, I haven't used a lot of like tools or anything because, I mean, my mm-hmm. my for Carol, for instance, Natalie, my friend, made that. She's like really good with thermoplastics and things like that. She made her own uh, Daryl and crossbow, for instance.
1: I have no. So what's her account? Sorry, is she on Instagram or something? Hmm? Sorry. Natalie, Natalie, is she on Instagram or?
0: Um. Well, uh, she is on. Facebook, not on Instagram, um, she mainly uses okay. Tumblr and like Facebook, uh, Lilith oh. the Ancients I believe is her cosplay handle for most things on mm-hmm. Tumblr and on um, Facebook and things like that, her Facebook uh, cosplay
1: page. Okay, okay, sorry, I, uh, go ahead.
0: No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Um, so yeah, I mean, she made that. I still want to learn to work with like thermoplastics, warbler, and things like that but I haven't really tried or gotten around to that yet so maybe later on I will try to do that. Usually I just improvise with whichever I have lying around or like um, toy guns which I just spray paint and things like that to make them a bit more realistic but that's about as far as my skills would making really goes. I mean, once and things like that for my Harry Potter cosplays, I usually just buy because, you know, I like the official replicas also to just have and display my little like cosplay geeky kind of corner.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, how, when you're working, how often does the dress gets completely thrown out? Like, okay, this is not usable anymore. I have to toss it and start over. Does that happen?
0: Well, usually I try to make, like, a mock-up version because I usually have, like, my entire family and friends. Um, if they have, like, all bed sheets or whatever kind of leftover fabric, I usually, like, give them to me. I'll use those to make, like, make up, like, mock-up versions before I, like, start on, like, working with the proper fabric. So I never really, like, thrown out something because I messed up because I usually just try and try and try like with scrap fabric pretty much to get the pattern and just the basic shape of what I want to make and then I start like using the proper materials so never really tossed anything out so I guess just you know my makeup mock-up versions first that usually does the trick for
1: me well that's good Uh, What about your workspace? Is it like complete mess, things lying around, or Um, how does it look like?
0: Well, I actually have my own craft room now, which is really nice. I used to do it in like the other kind of space, which was like mess all over the place. When I'm working, it's usually quite messy. I mean, stuff lying everywhere and like a desk on the table and like everywhere thrown around the room, really. And then um, once in, a, I mean, after I finish the project, I clean it up again, sort everything out, and pack everything away in its a proper, appropriate place and everything. But while I'm working, it's usually a bit of a chaos kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: how long does it take you from planning to working on these cosplays? Uh, does it leave any time for the rest of your hobbies?
0: Um, yes, usually, I mean. Some of them are like really quick, like for instance, like I said, my Emma Frost one was pretty much just thrown together with things I had lying around, and I made a cape like in an hour or something because that pretty much was just improvised. Um, my Celine one is mostly just things I bought, so just adapted a few things that didn't take off a long time. When I make like the entire costume from scratch, it usually takes a lot more time because of course i make the mock-up version than the proper version and it takes a bit but i usually just try to start like way in advance so when the convention comes around i actually have it finished on time because i do go like i said i'm a bit of um a racing fan so i love formula one MotoGP, things like that so especially like when race season is on, like in the summer and things, I visit quite a few races. So I do have to work around like uh, school and work and my race visits to schedule in my work in between on my cosplay. But it's usually an hour here, an hour there, a bit of like, oh, I've got a Sunday off. Let's work on my costume kind of thing. But like I said, I usually try to like start like a few months ahead of time. So I'm finished on time and it also depends on like how much work I actually need to do myself if I like all the things which just need a tiny bit of tweaking of course takes a lot less time than building a complete costume from scratch. So yeah I guess it just depends but yeah it definitely leaves me enough time for all the other things I do. It just takes a bit of planning I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the year is almost over. Yes. What did you cosplay this year and do you still have plans ahead for this year?
0: Um, well, I did a few new cosplays, like I said. Um, I did, I think the first one I did this year, the new one was Queenie, actually, from Fantastic Beasts, and where to find them, which was Elf. Yeah, was like, I think yeah, it was April this year. This one was was like a a bigger project I did because that one I completely like did from scratch and had to figure out everything. (laughs) So that was one of my major projects at the beginning of the year. Then I think, I didn't do an awful lot afterwards. We had like um, a beach cosplay shoot, which I uh, attended because I kind of found out I wore the bikini and I was kind of like, It's yellow-green kind of thing, so I can kind of use this as, like, a sort of cosplay closet beach uh, thing for Rogue from X-Men, because I always wanted to cosplay hat. Okay,
1: so it wasn't... Ah, that wasn't planned ahead, then. No, it
0: wasn't really planned ahead. I (laughs) kind of was like, oh, I can do something with that. I hadn't had the wig yet, but I always... It's still on my to-do list to cosplay, like, the... 90s cartoon version like the animated series uh, rogue with like the bodysuit which i haven't got around to yet so i was like well let's order the wig in as i still want to cosplay her and like do the beach version first and then we'll see when i have time to make like the bodysuit version or order it or whatever um so i did that um I think well done. I think Emma Frost came around. Yeah. Like I said, um, did that one. Um, Celine has been on my list to do for a long time from Underworld. So I finally got my got around to like actually ordering the things I needed for her and like put her together for Elfia um, Arsen, which was like I think a month ago or something. So yeah, I finally cosplayed her.
1: It was really good, I must say. I love these photos. Yes,
0: yes. I was amazed by how popular it was. Because, I mean, it's been around, of course, on um, the world of films and everything for a while. So I wasn't sure how much people were like into it and would still recognize the cosplay. But I got like so many compliments, got like so many photographers who took pictures of me. I was like, wow, I didn't really expect that. But it was really fun, really nice, I guess. So yeah, mm. I got a lot of great photos back from that one. So, which was kind of a nice surprise for me. Well,
1: That's great. So yeah, and uh, are you doing Halloween or not?
0: Um, not really, because we actually have a Harry Potter meetup like on Saturday, which I'm attending. Okay. And um, um, oh yeah, I did that, of course. Well, no, I did the uh, earlier. I did that, of course, earlier. Last year, because I made McGonagall then. Um, Mm -hmm. That costume, I also still, is one of my recent ones, I guess. Uh, But no, I'm cosplaying McGonagall at the meetup. Um, Well, in the evening, the the kids in the neighborhood are coming by to, like, trick-or-treat and things like that. So I might see if I have, like, a quick turnaround and do, like, a vampire or zombie kind of version of whichever I have lying around. Mm-hmm. but it's okay. not, like, a big celebration I'm going to, uh, so, uh-huh. but I still, like, I enjoy, like, just the kids coming by and things like that, so that's nice enough. S-
1: scare them off, scare them off, defend all the sweets you have.
0: Yes, 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 it's quite funny, <laughs> some of them really love it, and some of them are terrified, because I've been doing that for a while, like, like I said, <laughs> in the past four years, the kids stopping by, and it's always interesting to see how they respond when you, are like, open the door and you are dressed like a crazy kind of scientist, a zombie, a vampire thing things I did over the years. So yeah, some of them are yeah. like not don't even really notice the scary part, just notice the costume, go like, oh this is really cool. And some of them are like absolutely oh, okay. terrified. Oh,
1: okay. Do you think some some kids will say, This is
0: the witch House, don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> well some of them got like um. When usually they, they travel in groups, but some of them are still like at like a few doors further. They come back running to the other group that's coming to the door and go like, "Yeah, that one's really scary. So beware." <laughs> <It's really laughs> nice.
1: that's funny. You should have an outside camera to see yeah. what's happening.
0: Well, yeah, I can and see maybe do a, do a, a live like feed them from like the from yeah. door the window which looks out at the front door. Okay. Oh, Which would make it
1: even funny. more creepy. She's looking outside the window. Look!
0: Yes. <laughs> Spying on them.
1: Yeah. Uh, so would you say you're satisfied with your cosplays this year? Did you make the goals you had in mind, or do you think you could have achieved more?
0: Um no, I think I, I like what I did this year. Like I said, um I still had like a few plans that I didn't got around to like the body search for a rogue, but because I kind of like switch to Emma Frost for that one. I'm like, yeah, I still did like an X-Men character, a series which I really loved. So I guess I'm like, okay with it. I still kind of did Rogue, but just not the version I wanted to do. And I did a few new cosplays. And yeah, I'm pretty satisfied. I got back, of course, to Queen Anne, because I mean, I still love her. And once in a while, I feel like, Yeah, let's cosplay one of my old costumes, because I always find it a shame when you put a lot of time and effort into it and just wear them once or Mm. twice and then never again. So I also try to go back to like one of my older cosplays once in a while. So, yeah, Uh no, I'm pretty satisfied with what I did this year. We still have, um, let's see... Uh, in November, still like a winter edition of Comic Con coming up and the Midwinter Fair. So I might still be inspired and do like a new cosplay by then, which is like I still have a month to like think of something to do for like Comic Con and Winter Fair is like another two months away. So I don't know, I might just whip out another cosplay.
1: <laughs> mm, it's, it's gonna be cold, right? Like really cold.
0: Yeah, well, uh, the Midwinter. The fair is outdoors, so yeah, that's going to be a cold one, so might have to see which I do for that. But the other one is like, uh, Comic-Con is like indoors, so it doesn't really matter. So I could go which whatever I want. I mean, weather doesn't really factor into that one.
1: Hmm. Uh, What would you say is your favorite cosplay among all and the best photo shoot you had?
0: Ooh, that is a difficult one. I don't know. Like I said, I really liked the Celine one I did this year because, well, it turned out to be really, like, popular, I guess, which really amazed me. And I guess I've always been, like, a bit insecure, a bit shy about, like, my body and things like that. Never, never really been, like, the most outgoing kind of person. So I guess in a way it was also, like, kind of, like, a big step to do, like, the bikini cosplay for me. Yeah. Um, uh, the Celine one, which is kind of like a tight body suit, which i never done before. Usually it was just big dresses or like slightly more casual cosplay, I guess. So I guess this year I definitely liked those. And Emma Frost was also like, I really like how that came together because it was such an improvised kind of one, which also really turned out really nice because a lot of people, like, recognize the character and are like, oh yeah, Emma Frost really nice oh. so, yeah I don't know, I guess Celine and Emma Frost are definitely on my, like high list this year but I also really liked how Queenie turned out from Fantastic Beasts so, yeah, I guess just my new cosplays are my favorite ones, I guess, at the moment <laughs> <laughs>
1: Makes sense, I guess. Uh, anyone's that went completely bad, you want to forget about it. And I'm reminding you about it.
0: Uh, no, I just, I've, I really like the ones I do, and yeah.
1: Okay, That's, that's good. <laughs> no bad experiences. That's good. I've heard horror stories before, so that's yeah, good Yeah, no,
0: no, no. Nothing really that springs to mind. I mean, not ones I really liked, some of them, like, the first one, like, my closet, my cross one, I never really got back to, I guess, but, I mean, the most of ones, like, proper cosplays I did after that, yeah, I still use them, and like them, so, no, no really nightmare experience, I guess, for any of the cosplays I, I did.
1: Ex, excellent. Uh do you have idols in the cosplay industry, some people you look up to, or maybe really influenced your career?
0: Um, not anyone particularly particular, really. I mean, I'm always inspired by, like, so many of the other cosplayers and things I see them doing. I mean, I think, uh, well, Evan, you know, uh, Foxy Badger Cosplay, is also on Cosplay One, who does, like, an amazing... Mm-hmm. Um, a different kind of cosplays. I met him when he first at the choking meet Little Lestrade and some amazing cosplays after that. The details he does in his costumes are like amazing. And yeah, just a lot of other cosplayers around, which mainly just people I meet at conventions. And I mean, mutual cosplayers, we follow each other. And some of them have like ama- amazing skills in making costumes, things from scratch. And building props. Some of them are really good with like um special effects makeup, like really able to transform their faces into like anything. And I'm like, wow, I don't think I'll ever be that good, but it really inspires me to do better, I guess. And well recently I'm I guess there's one like who's a bit more like a professional cosplayer I got to know which is Collie Woods. She's from Canada. She's mainly known there, I think, in like the American cosplay communities. She's kind of known, um, which is kind of funny because um, she's the girlfriend from one of the races I've been following for a long time, So, ah. which was kind of funny. What are, what are the odds? Yes, I mean, my friend <laughs> was like, well, his girlfriend is really into like cosplay. She's kind of like a professional cosplayer. And I was like, "Oh, well, that's cool. Let's check her out. So we met a few times at the racetracks and I definitely, I follow her for quite a bit. I mean, she does a lot of like different cosplays and twists and cosplays. Some of them, of course, are a bit more like, as a professional, you usually tend to have like a bit more like this sexy kind of turn up things because I mean, they do kind of have to make money, which is nice. But she also still tries to do more like authentic cosplays, which I really like because she still definitely tries to still be like, an actual cosplayer and not just kind of like a pinup kind of model which sometimes unfortunately happens with more like the professional cosplayers i guess
1: uh-huh but yeah yeah that's that's one thing that many prof uh professional looking yeah. cosplays I, I, I might say don't get the recognition i think they deserve yeah because i mean uh i
0: just want like sexy kind of pictures but kind of like ignore the people that like put a lot of time and effort to make it like screen accurate, build scratch, which is a bit of a shame really because I mean those people usually spend like hours and hours going like over all the details, doing all the work and hardly get any recognition. It feels a shame.
1: Uh yeah I agree. I feel I feel sad when I see this. Uh Okay, in terms of conventions and festivals, do you have a favorite that you like and someone that you really like to go to, which is probably going to be San Diego Comic Con?
0: (laughs) Well, San Diego Comic Con is still like on my bucket list, I guess you could say. I've never been Uh there. Um, But yeah, that's going to be like crazy expensive and like impossible to get into. But you know, maybe once I will. Um, Well, London Comic Con. Was the one I did, which I also really liked. When um, we went there for the Musketeers, uh, actors were there, uh-huh. so that was kind of like a spur of the moment decision, which turned out really well. I really liked the convention. Met so many nice people, and people are a bit more, I guess, open and enthusiastic. I mean, in the Netherlands, we are a bit more like reserved, I guess you could say. Really? Yeah. I mean. A lot of people there. A lot more people came up to me and like just in general, just to say how much they liked my cosplay. Just make a big chat, quick chat. In the Netherlands, it's more like you kind of like unless you know the person or really want to take a picture with another cosplayer, just admire them from a distance, I guess you could say. <laughs> so
1: really, yeah. I-, I didn't get that actually. I actually felt the opposites in Elfia. Okay.
0: Yeah, Elvia's a lot of people bit quickly opened. Because okay. That's a whole nother world. I mean, general more like on Comic-Cons and things. Alphea is a bit like a special one because it's a mix of like cosplay and in general, just like people dressing up as whichever they like. It's more fantasy, of course. So, and it's a lot more international. So also a lot of people from Germany, from the UK, also flying in for that one. So I guess it's it's a more mixed culture i guess so a lot more like approachable i guess for a lot of people and that one is also i mean i've been going for that, to that one for a long time so i also really really love that one i mean it's always so much fun to see everyone because it's not just cosplay but it's like like i said fantasy cost, uh, costumes mm-hmm. people just you know making up their own thing like really elaborate ones all like popular things that they do a twist on it's you see so many variations on that one it, it's just yeah that one is amazing i really love that one i mean the color cons are nice which is also really fun because i mean then you get to see a lot more like the actors and things like that you can chat with that which is of course different because the authenticity is more like all about the costumes. Yeah. And Comic Con is a yeah, bit true. more a mix of like the merchandise, the actors, and the cosplay.
1: Mm-hmm. So you do spend part of the conventions inside attending panels and yes. checking yes. booths. Okay.
0: Yes. Sometimes we go for like um, a photo op with like one of the actors, if I like them or know them. Mm. Um, like I said, we went to a long film at Comic Con for like the Musketeers actors. And um, just, you know, panels and things like that. But recently, um, the past year and a half, I've been also part of um, the Dutch Dutching Dead, which is like the Dutch Walking Dead fan group. So we also like have our own stand, which we like as a cosplay groups um, are like showcasing our cosplays and our props and things like that. And, you know, meet other fans of like series and things like that. So I've also been like not just like uh, a visitor but also kind of like part as like a, a stand which you know as a cosplay group on the convention which is also fun
1: uh-huh. Uh to me I noticed this in London conventions it's way too crowded <laughs> especially on especially on Saturdays
0: Yeah Saturdays that are I think last
1: yeah, I think last Comic Con I only went inside twice, just that. Yeah. Because of how crowded it is, so I don't feel that is a lot to do inside. There are lots yes. of booths and game stuff, but because it's too crowded, I'm I don't feel so comfortable. I keep walking outside.
0: Yeah, usually Comic Cons are really busy. Well, the Dutch ones are slightly less busy, I guess. So. It's not as crazy. I mean, London was a lot busier, though the Dutch ones, especially like Dutch Comic-Con, which like is the main one we have here, has steadily begun getting busier. But it's still not as crazy as the London one. So I guess in that way, we're Mm. somewhat lucky.
1: (laughs) No, if we want to put numbers, London, as they say, got 130,000 visitors last time. Wow. That's what they announced.
0: I wouldn't exactly know the numbers for Dutch Comic-Con, but I think they'll have it up on their website. I'd have to look that up. I don't know. But I definitely know, like, the last one was busy, especially the Saturday was, like, really busy. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, as we are, like, as you go around, like, the especially the part where, like, the merchandise and things are sold, that's usually the busiest part. I mean... The other parts are a bit quieter, like when they have like uh, the boots for like the actors. Usually, is a bit quieter, but still pretty busy.
1: Oh, interesting! The actors are quieter.
0: Yeah, I mean the lines there are usually just you know the people standing in line. Well, I mean the merchandise floor is of course a lot of people like going in every direction, <laughs> so that's a bit more crazy, mm-hmm. I guess.
1: Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's the reason uh are there any things you don't like about the conventions have you had bad experiences harassments stuff like that especially as a cosplayer
0: um not really i guess i i have to say i've been really not lucky for because i mean i know it does happen like people harassing people and being like annoying or impolite and following people around or just you know being inappropriate to other cosplayers haven't experienced that a lot myself, to be honest. So in that way, I guess I'm lucky. Uh, so not a lot of like bad experience for me, to be honest.
1: Just okay, that's good. Pretty
0: much like easygoing things for me.
1: <laughs> well, well, that's that's very good to hear. Uh, what about hobbies besides cosplaying? And I know you said race racing you like to attend races anything besides that
0: um not really i just you know i like crafting and you know making things um but that usually goes hand in hand with my cosplay but once in a while i just do something like creative just to make it for like decoration purposes and things like that but yeah i like a fair bit of like like I said, reading is still, like, one of my big passions. So I guess you could say that's a hobby. But most of the time it's, like, uh, visiting races, watching races, um, just generally hanging out with my friends, um, just, you know, chatting around or just watching, like, catching up on a series which we liked or just uh, mm-hmm. conventions, making costumes, yeah, that's pretty much it, really. I mean, it keeps me busy enough as it is.
1: <laughs> I can guess, yes. Uh, since you mentioned it, uh, have you? Can you recommend a recent movie, TV show, or a book that you tried and think it's worth looking into? Um, oh,
0: I watched and read so many things. I guess I could say Black Sales because that one. Television series is not that well known, but it's, like, one of my favorite TV shows ever. I mean, it's really fun. It's got a lot of badass female characters. I mean, the cast is mm-hmm. just amazing. I mean, okay. it's still... I mean, it's, it's about pirates, so we still have, quite, like, a few male characters that are still kind of, like, main characters. There's quite a few women in there, which are pretty important to the storyline which and um, they're really really cool and it's got a lot of action but it's also interesting a bit of like grey morality and not everything is what it seems so yeah mm. I like that
1: one uh, I tr- I started watching just a bit of it but then I I felt it's good, I love Pirates, mm-hmm. but then I thought, I have to be in good mood to watch this. This is not just lay down and no, it, watch it, so it, I stopped it for does, that reason. It
0: does, I mean, it has like a bit of like a storyline that goes around in the back, things that come back later on in like another season, and you're like, oh, that's why he did the thing he did. And yeah, yeah. it's it, it's it's not a like Pirates of the Caribbean, it's not like that lighthearted or anything. But it's still like it's it's got its charm. I, I definitely like
1: it. Mm-hmm. I, I should I should start watching yes. it again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I I really I really want to. I I want to anyways. But I just want it for the right time because with kids around, that's not. Yeah, it's a bit
0: more explicit in that way. Completely. So yeah. <laughs> definitely not kids
1: yeah, and, and i like to raise the volume when i watch something like that and the like, oh, kids yeah. are sleeping so a
0: bit of explosions and things like that going around of course with like shooting and pirates so
1: yeah mm. yeah i I, only, I think i only saw one black sail cosplayer at stockholm com okay, okay
0: yeah there's not which was many. interesting to see um i know uh bittersweets cosplay who are like at Um, They currently live in Germany, but I think they're English, who do, like, a really amazing – Anne Bonnie and Jack Rackham, they are, like, so good. And I met up with um, a few guys from the UK who done, like, Flynn, Charles Fain, and um, Long John Silva. I actually went to, like, um, South Wales Pirates Festival with them. They kind of, like, invited me over It's like, oh, you've got, like, um, the Miranda uh, Barlow one. Well, why won't you come over? And I did, and it was pretty fun. So I'm still in contact with those guys. And, well, my own group, of course, uh, which my friends uh, who I cosplay with, um, I have, like, a John Silver, a Captain Flint, and an Eleanor Guthrie one. So, yeah, we have a few of them, but there's not an awful lot of Black Seals cosplayers around that I know of. Mm. which is a shame oh. it's such a nice series but oh
1: well you have to wonder why some good shows are under the radar yeah
0: I mean it doesn't help I guess it's only been like on uh, stars on in the usa and I think on history Channel on like the UK and the Netherlands they haven't even like really broadcasted it. So it's mainly been like legal download kind of watching for me, and then later on buying the DVDs. Uh-huh.
1: So
0: yeah, I guess that's why in the Netherlands it isn't that well known.
1: Mm. Uh, what about books? You say do you read a lot of books. Let's let's hear what what kind of books you read.
0: Um. Which um. I'm currently actually like. It's always been on my to-read list, but I never really got around to it. So I'm currently making my way through um, all the Percy Jackson books, actually, which is a bit more like oh. a children's book. But, yeah, I still love it. I mean, I also really love the Harry Potter ones, which are, like, a big part of me, like, growing up, I guess. fair um, bit of comics, mostly, um, but more like the Dutch and Flemish ones. Um that I've read, but also like um Asterix Nobelics, Scumbisca, um, Lucky Luke, um which I'm not sure is are that well known as outside of Europe really. Or
1: uh,
0: mm-hmm. my favorite one, uh Yoko Tsuno, is even less known, I guess. Okay. Um, But yeah, I really like those. I read a bit like um, the more mainstream manga. Uh, I mean, I've read pretty much all of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and things like that. (laughs) I mean, I really love the television series and the quirkiness of it. Um, uh, Fullmetal Alchemist is one of my favorite um, manga and anime ever. Um, Bleach, Naruto... um, those are the um, pretty much well-known ones. Um, let's see, books, books. What else? Uh, um, Robert Jordan, Wheel of Time. I'm c- actually also I read like six books at the, <laughs> at the same time. So I'm currently make, started on that book series as well. Um, I always loved the um, Star Wars like novels. Which of course are like pretty much thrown out the window at this moment with like um, the new Star Wars films, really. But I also I yeah. really enjoyed that one, those ones, that universe in general. Because of course, for a long time there was nothing aside from like the first. Well, first, of course, the old four, five, and six, six, and then later on one, two, and three. But I always wondered what would happen afterwards, and then I found out I wrote those novels, so. Yeah, I kind of like those. Uh, just a lot of sci-fi, fantasy. Um, I mean, who I've read so much, but also a few of the classics like uh, Dickens, uh, Jane Austen, things like that. Um, a lot of the rings I've read so much. I could go on and on. I've <laughs> like
1: <laughs> that, that's a, quite a collection.
0: Yes, yes, I own I mean, like over a thousand. Books, which half of them is like a comics and manga, so it doesn't really count. But still, like about three hundred novels at least. So yeah, oh, a lot of oh. books.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, any resources to help cosplayers that you would like to recommend? Um,
0: not really anything specific. I. I mostly just use, like, regular, like, um, patterns, which I adapt for, like, improvise which for whatever I need. Um, a lot of YouTubing, really, just tutorials. I mean, there's so much content out there of people, like, teaching you how to use all the things, really, like thermoplastics, makeup, makeup. Um, sewing skills anything I mean I have to say YouTube is a lot of things like when I wonder like how did other people do that or solve that problem I usually just you know look it up on Google or YouTube and usually the answer is there (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: well uh, this has been a really exciting and uh, fun interview to have with you Uh, thanks uh, so much for joining us can you let people know where they can find more about you?
0: Um, yeah, of course. Um, well, The Carola of course, is uh, my Twitter handle and also my Instagram, which they can find me on. And uh, Corolla's Cookies Cosplay um, is my Facebook page. And well, on Cosplay One, of course, which is my username is also The Carola. So... Yeah, I mean, my soci- socials are pretty much linked to each other. So if you find one, you can usually find the other ones.
1: Great. Uh, so she has an amazing collection of cosplays. Please check her out and follow her account or pages and check her on Cosplay On as well. Uh, uh, thanks a lot, Carola. Again, Thank it's you. it a Thank pleasure you having you. you. And I look, I look forward to having you in the future as well and talk more about what you come up with next
0: yes of course i'll keep on continuing like making cosplays and probably we'll chat again
1: thanks a lot uh, and say goodbye
0: goodbye everyone it's been nice being uh, on the podcast thank you very much
1: a real pleasure having you thank you so much too bye, bye.